What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the Disgruntled Sailor Podcast. On this week's episode, we talk about when people marry hookers at whorehouses in foreign fucking countries, patrol snacks, and we continue with our Gone But Not Forgotten segment. So sit back, relax, grab a cold beer, and enjoy. What's up, everybody? It's the Disgruntled Sailor here with my co-host, Mr. Miami, a.k.a. Never Caught Slacking Why He's Pistol Packing. What's up, guys? It's uh, Mr. Miami here. Uh, welcome to episode three. Thanks for listening. We're going to cover some interesting things today. Um, <laughs> some whorehouses, which is ridiculous in its own right. We're going to go over some patrol snacks, uh, just some things that we find uh, useful and not useful because we're both fat. I mean, constrained by draft, sorry. Uh, and then we're going to do a little shout out to somebody. So let's get started. So we got a TAD person in and... We pull into a port called Real Quiet Guy. Like, yeah, he's like like real nerdy kind of guy. Yeah, like typical nerd glasses. Like, uh, you know, they weren't decorative in any sort. They were strictly functional. Real quiet guy, just, you know, real button-up shirt kind of guy. And um, <clears throat> he wanted to hang out with us. We were in Puerto Rico, which is going to be a whole other podcast. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we went to a hookah bar. Yeah, everybody likes hookah. Uh, it was really good. Uh, we're sitting there. Uh, we ordered some like some appetizers and shit like that, and we're just talking about random things, drinking beer, and this very attractive lady walks by. Like, she was a dime, easy. And he pulls his phone out, and like, what, four or five inches from her face? Yeah, just starts fucking snapping photos, like all up in her fucking shit. Yeah, like not even being like overt or or anything. Just, I mean, I'll give you some of that. Yeah. So and I was like, whoa, 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 hold up homie like what the fuck are you doing like we're all here we're married like it you you got a fucking wedding band on what are you doing he's like oh i'm, I'm sending those to my wife and i'm like i don't i don't want to tell you how to live your life but i think that's a bad fucking idea yeah like if you're taking pictures of girls and poor calls you probably shouldn't send them to your fucking wife yeah and he's like no it's cool uh, it's, we got an open relationship and i was like i I yeah. know i know people do that i've never actually met anybody that did that before yeah we're gonna need you to elaborate there was a lot of questions followed and pretty much it came down to was like how does this fucking work he's like well you know if i send a picture of someone that i want to have sex with to my wife and she approves then i can fuck them and if she sends me a picture of a guy she wants to fuck and i approve then you know she can fuck him and i was like that wouldn't that doesn't that doesn't know. create jealousy yeah that, you know any any other of those feelings that when you have shit like that going on yeah i'm a super jealous guy i don't think i could do that yeah but, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that. Like, the idea is, in theory, it's like, that. that's cool. But, like, in real life, that doesn't fucking work. Yeah, no, I mean, if you have a fucking dream where you're, you catch your wife cheating, you wake up pissed off. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 it's... The first couple times you watch someone fuck your wife, it's it's weird. But you get over it. And I was like, that's not... Yeah, no, nah, I nah, wouldn't be able to do that. No, nah, that's... You mm -mm. can't... Anyway, so I was like, that's, that's really cool that you have, like, you know, your wife's so open to that. He's like, oh, well, she's a whore, so... You know, and I was like, it. I was like, man, that's not any way to fucking talk about your wife. <laughs> He's like, no, no, she's she's an actual whore. He's like, no, okay, I don't know what what you think whore means. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you you pay a woman and she has sex with you. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's the definition. Yeah, I was like, what what do you mean she's a whore? He's like, oh, well, she was. A, uh, he's prior service, and he was stationed in uh, the Philippines. The Philippines, yeah, somewhere in the Philippines, and he used to go 
to the whorehouse there. And the way whorehouses work over there is like, you know, for a strip club, you go here, you watch a lady dance, you throw some money on the thing, you can pay X amount of dollars to get a lap dance or whatever. Apparently, in the Philippines, you can, like, purchase a woman's time for the whole evening. Like, 50 bucks. You can just, yeah, I like that one right there. I want to hang out with her and have sex with her all fucking night. Here's $50 and you pay the guy that owns it, the you know, the pimp. Yeah, I guess if you're into that kind of shit, 50 bucks is a fucking hell of a deal. I guess. I don't know. What are you going to do with the rest of the fucking night? I yeah. Mean, just hang out, fucking mm-hmm. make tapas. Yeah. <laughs> tapas? <laughs> so... Uh, he's like, yeah, so I was getting ready to, to transfer out. He's like, I spent, like, every other day there. He's like, I spent the majority of my paycheck in there. Every other day? So this dude was out banging whores every other day he was Yeah, but I think it was, it's 50 Filipino money. I don't think it was 50 American. Oh, Which okay. is an even better deal. I mean, yeah. if you're going to be frugal about your whores, that's a fucking place to go. I like how we don't know what Filipino money is called, so we just... You're say, fucking Filipino! Yeah, but I, I'm, I've never fucking been there. Whatever. Uh... And so he spent a lot of time there and he was getting ready to transfer out and he's like you know what I'm single she's single I'm gonna just buy her well, well he wants to purchase a fucking whore yeah well they're, they have well it's a person I was gonna say they have feelings but <laughs> 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 remember you don't have to kill a hooker because they're already dead on the inside yeah I guess yeah <laughs> so he negotiates with his pimp He's like, look, I would like to purchase her forever. You know, like, you gotta, like buy her out. Like, buy her contract, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like, what is a typical hooker's contract? He spent, he said he spent 5000 Filipino dollars on her. And I was like, so, like, you bought... So it's like a mail-order bride kind of thing. Um, Except you don't come in, in the mail. If you're in a used car lot, maybe. I yeah. don't know. Well, it's a fucking used car lot. It's a whorehouse. Well... Still, it's got a lot of miles on yeah. it. Yeah, hopefully you don't get a fucking lemon. Yeah, right. So, and the kicker is, she has a fucking kid to somebody else. Yeah, I think she had two kids. Didn't no, they she? they had two kids. One was with with him and her. Oh, okay. And okay, one's okay. from, I don't know, some John. Yeah. So, anyways, we didn't believe him yeah. when he said, "My wife's a whore. I bought her at this place. I talked well, to the pimp." By the way, through this whole conversation, he's like, "Hey, man, tell me about your uh, your pickup truck." Oh, well, that's a you know, it's a. Ford F-150 it's blue it's got you know calm as a cucumber just telling us about how he purchased a human alright what were you saying oh yeah how we didn't believe him we were like that's bullshit you didn't fucking buy your wife he goes uh huh watch this this dude whips out his fucking phone and is like here's the whorehouse here's the pimp I bought her from here's my fucking receipt this dude had a bill of fucking sale for his old lady I mean what are you going to do with that? That's like getting a receipt for a donut. Like, what if yeah, you don't like well, it? Yeah, can, can you return it? Yeah, this Is there a broken. depreciation value effect? <laughs> All right, so once you drive the hooker off the lot, it depreciates, <laughs> it depreciates by at least 25%. <laughs> yeah, at least. You know. So, I mean, she already had a kid. So, I mean, how much? How many more years could he probably get out of her, out of her to the whorehouse anyway? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, that was, you know, he showed us the receipt, and we're like, holy shit, this is fucking bananas. Yeah, it's fucking real. Yeah, and it, he didn't bat a fucking eye at it, and, you know, they... They've been married for like I think it was like eight years at the time. Yeah, they had they had an older kid and a younger kid, so like it working out fine for them. Yeah, I mean more power to it. Love knows no bounds. Okay, <laughs> whatever you say. Um, yeah, so you get some weird TAD guys in every once in a while, and every yeah. once in a while you give them a, give your TAD guys a chance. They might fucking surprise you. Yeah, he fucking surprised the shit out of us. Yeah, so it was just he ended up not having sex with her, but I don't know if she approved or not. Yeah, but. 
Anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the opening sea story. Yeah. So, uh, let's get into fucking patrol snacks. For sure. So, first thing, depends on the patrol you're going on. That's fair. Okay. So, if you're going to, you know, you know you're going to foreign ports, I would stock up on everything you fucking think you're going to need for everything. All right? Because, yeah. you, you know, you go to some of these patrols you pull into... Texas or Louisiana. Yeah, you can you know, replenish your you can supply. Gitmo, fucking Key West. You can replenish your shit. You know, if you're going East Pack or you're going Rim Pack or you're fucking, you're doing one of those big Anything ones, over the continental U.S. Yeah. You know, get everything. You know, one is none, two is one. So, yeah. I always overpack. Uh, but then we get into, um, you know, your perishable versus non-perishable. Yeah. So, in your birthings, if you're allowed to have food in your birthings, you know... I have my own snack area where I keep all of my snacks. Yeah, I have my own snack area. I think everybody in here actually has their own snack area. Just yours takes up fucking four lockers. I don't have four lockers. I have two fucking lockers. Three minimum. No, no. So the first one is empty. Then there's my actual locker. Then there's the snack, my snack locker. Uh Uh-huh. And then what's the last one? It's got other stuff in it. Is any of it yours? Yeah. Okay, so three. Okay, I'll take that. (laughs) But I'm I'm not here down at the fucking I'm all the way over here by myself. You guys are all the way back there, so you're goddamn right. I'm gonna take up all fucking three lockers. <laughs> what, a, what a piece of shit! Hey, fuck you! I bring a lot of shit to the table down here, okay? <laughs> so I earned that. I'm the fucking I can't. <laughs> I fucking earned it. All right. So you want to get non-perishable snacks? Now, when you're getting stuff, make sure you read the labels because some of them say refrigerator after opening. Yeah. Which I didn't know. Like those irregular meat sticks. First of all, tell these motherfuckers what irregular meat sticks are. Because it sounds like some fucked up shit. So I'm a very frugal individual, right? So, you know, when you know Target gets a product in and they can't sell it, they give it, they, like, they auction it off and like Big Lots picks it up, right? When, you can, when the crazy people that go into Big Lots don't want it, then they send it to this other store that I go to. And it's like, they don't even try. There's just cinder blocks on the floor. They just... You know, you can buy windshield wipers, you can buy fish and tackle, and you can buy regular meat sticks all on the same fucking shelf. And they just don't give a shit. They just, fuck it. You're here. We know what kind of person you are. Sift through the shit. Yeah. And I got, they were on sale for like $2, and there was like 30 in each pack. And you're like, when they make like Slim Jims or like meat sticks, you buy them in a, like a, you know, where normal people shop. They look perfectly straight, nothing fucked up about them. Yeah. Every once in a while, they get one that's fucked up. And they put it in the regular meat, meat stick pile. <laughs> regular meat stick pile. So, there was these packages of fucked up Slim Jims that looked all curvy like they had scoliosis and shit. And they packaged them, and I got them for like two bucks for like 30 of them. Yeah, I mean, they they were good. They tasted like regular fucking jerky yeah. that you would get. But then, like, they would be on the table in birthing, and like, people would just get them when they wanted. And then, like, two weeks into it being open, they're like, you know this says fucking refrigerate on the back of it? I was like, well, no, I didn't. No, because I, I don't fucking yeah. read. It's it's cured meat. You don't need to refrigerate cured meat. That's the yeah. whole fucking point of having cured meat. So I buy a regular meat sticks, and everyone made fucking fun of me because any time someone would come down, I'd be like, like they'd come down for business. Like, hey, we got to do training or this or that. And I was like, you want a regular meat stick? <laughs> that just sounds wrong <laughs> on so many fucking levels. And they're like, I don't... Well, if you knew me personally, you'd be like, I'm pretty sure he's fucking with me. But he's also always has food on him. So, you know... Most of the people enjoyed them, you know? Yeah. Um, so, if you're going to get stuff, make sure it can be, you know, in a locker 
or in like a in a birthing area yeah. in Iraq or something. Make like sure that. your shit's in like a sealed container because the last thing you want is fucking your ants. Yeah, you want ants. That's how you fucking get ants. Yeah, you don't want to get ship ants. They're once they're in, you can't get rid of them. <laughs> ship ants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get things like beef jerky and pretzels and chips, cheese its. You know, you can't rely on the ship store to carry everything. Yeah, I mean, they, there's limited space in there. They have to carry a fucking plethora of fucking shit, and they run out of things all the time. Yeah. So, some of our, like, chips, pretzels, jerky, regular meat sticks, Cheez-Its, shit like that. Um, and then we do, well, not we, I fucking do it. Yeah, and you do it well. Yeah, well, like most things. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do, usually twice a patrol, we do a charcuterie board. And... I have an affinity for certain meats, like... Uh, like your irregular meat sticks. Irregular meat sticks. Um, if you've never had sweet Lebanon bologna, you need to get your ass out and find some, because it'll change your life. Uh, if you're from up north, you may have heard of it. If you're from uh, the south, you probably haven't heard of it. Um, I get some of that. Always get bricks of cheese. Bricks of cheese, like big, like one pound, two pound bricks of cheese, and pretzels are my go-to. And the reason they're my go-to is, like... I used to go on like me and my stepdad used to go fly fishing all all of these you know places you know New York Central Pennsylvania the mountains and I I would you know drive up to meet him and I'm like hey I'm stopping to get my license some other shit and he's like yeah give me a two pound block of sharp cheddar cheese and a bag of sourdough pretzels I'm like okay so I get up to the camping spot getting ready to go fly fishing fly fish for a little bit I get out and I was like hey what's for dinner he's like well did you get the cheese and the pretzels I go yeah he goes we're having cheese and pretzels. <laughs> And my stepdad loves it, so I got hooked on it, and it's really good to just have a have that down here. It's pretzels, and um, I always I always get this special mustard, uh, which has kind of become like a fucking thing. Yeah, I mean you got a goddamn picture on one of your three lockers. I didn't fucking put that picture there. Well, regardless, it says it has this weird ass fucking face he's making, and it says, "Have you tried my mustard?" This, this picture has gotten so much attention. We have watchstanders coming down for rounds, paying him homage and kissing the photo. Yeah, there's a wet spot on it <laughs> with, the, with the ink red. <laughs> uh, one of our buddies put put that up on the locker. and uh, We refuse to take it down. Yeah, because it's, you know, because... It's a good conversation starter. Yeah, and it's easy to identify my rat because it's got a fucking 8x10 shot of me, you know. Yeah. Like, you could, you could send that to a modeling agency. <laughs> what kind of fucking modeling agency are you sending that to? You know, ugly people need clothes too, dog. <laughs> so the mustard has made its way around. Uh, you can't buy it down here. It's only you can only get it up in Pennsylvania, and it's it's probably the best thing ever after the London Bologna. Yeah. The, so people talk about his mustard all the time, and so I created a fake PQS packet for. The lead semen. Yes, which also is not a thing. Yeah, that doesn't exist, but I wanted... you got to boost morale somehow, and if you can make a dumbass packet that people actually do for fun, it's it makes everything better. I put things in there like, recite the Pledge of Allegiance backwards from memory three times, uh, tie fucking eight bolins in under a minute, and I also put, what is this person's favorite brand of mustard? Yeah, so, and it's, it's kind of a secret, but it's not a secret. Yeah. And then, you know, you also put in there, like, you got to get a compliment from the meanest, rudest person on the ship. Yeah, and that's... You don't hand those out fucking lightly. Yeah. Uh, I don't think people should get compliments. I... I, I mm -mm. <laughs> it, that's the participation trophy. 
That's where we're at with the Coast Guard right now. I feel like if you did a good fucking job, you deserve a fucking... And sometimes I do tell people they do a good job, but I'm not going to tell you good job just for doing the bare minimum or being well, mediocre. Well, no, I agree with that. Okay. Anyway, so mustard. I think I talked about mustard enough. Um, I bought sardines at a Mexican market. Oh, yeah, you fucking did. For, the char- for our charcuterie board. Yeah. And I laid everything out. And I fucking turn around to get my water. I turn back around, and the sardines are fucking gone. Yeah, so me and another guy snuck them bitches off the table real quick because this man eats anything. It's fucking... All hell breaks loose in here with his fucking gas. Yeah, it's it's like an abortion clinic dumpster. <laughs> it's, it's bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> the guy that sleeps in the rack above me, I like, if I got off watch at, like, the midwall, I, I get off at midnight, right? I come down, he's already asleep. I'll be in my rack. If I, look in, if I let one go... I'll hear him cough and wake up and go, God damn it! Yeah. And he got so mad. As soon as the rack opened, he fucking moved his rack. And I have the whole back area to myself. <laughs> Dude, like, people stay in back for, like, medical needs and whatever. And so... Yeah, you claimed a whole fucking section over there. You're goddamn right I did. It was, it was my chateau. It's like the fucking gas district. <laughs> yeah. So it's just horrendous so they they hid my sardines and i just recently found them like two three weeks ago yeah we, we hid these things like over a fucking month ago but that means i can just use them for this patrol Mm-mm, they'll be gone again i'll get another one motherfucker <laughs> um so with the, my charcuterie board i do uh the bologna i do i brought summer sausage the cheese the pretzels the mustard i got horseradish sauce for the last one I also make fucking... Oh, yeah, you got pickles, too. I make pickles. Yeah. Really, really easy. Uh, if you like pickles and you like doing stuff on your own, I make refrigerator pickles. Really, really easy. You just you can just Google refrigerator bread and butter pickles. Super easy to make. Me and my daughters make them all the time, and they're really, really good, really easy to make. You can change them however you want, throw a lot of garlic in, put red pepper in, just make them hot. So I had all that out. Um, then uh, what I do is I, for the meats, I, uh, I vacuum seal them, and then I bribe the chief's mess with either... Walking around ham, or walk. Well, okay, hold on. Explain to them about your fucking walking around ham. So, walking around ham is, it's it's kind of just it is what it, it sounds like. It's a hunk of ham you carry around with you. You could just take a bite out of that shit. Who carries around a fucking hunk of ham? So it started with my brother. I forget where we were, but it had to had to have been like Easter or something when we made ham, and we usually go fishing around Easter time, and. We're in the stream, and I have my flask, and I look over, and he's taking bites of something. And I'm like, hey, what the fuck are you eating? He's like, ham. Well, what do you mean ham? Yeah, where like, the fuck did you get ham? We're in like, the river. I took ham from the house. I was like, I want some ham. And he pulls it out, and it's just a hunk of ham. Like It's like yeah, you get spir- not sliced, not Yeah, you get it. the spiral cut ham, only like half of it's cut. It's the back fucking hunk. Yeah. And there's just, it looked like... Some, you know what it looks like when someone takes a bite out of apple? There's just teeth marks. Yeah. And he's just... Ah. <laughs> That's what it looked like. <laughs> and I'm like, why do you even have that? He's like, it's just for walking around, you know? It's just walking around ham. <laughs> and it just took off, you know? Like, you know, we planned a kayaking trip. Hey, you bring the walking around ham? Yeah. And it was like our little thing. And then I brought ham in, and I was just off the cover. I was like, yeah, this is bologna. This is my mustard. This is my walking around ham. And everyone's like, what the fuck is walking around ham? Like, you know, you're in a pork call drunk, Burger King's not open, you just whip out a hunk of ham, walking around ham, you know what I'm saying? Jesus. So with, I'll bribe the Chiefs mess with like either sauerkraut or, you know, pickles, uh, pickles or, or whatever, and I, I'll put my stuff in their freezer so when I'm, when I'm uh, when we're ready for it, I'll bring it out and thaw it out and then we can we can go on that. Um, 
So that's pretty much it for snacks. Um, I vacuum seal everything. Um, so you guys got any things that you guys have done for uh, snacks that we may have missed? I yeah, think I think this up. time for the charcuterie board, I'm going to see how long, how shelf-stable fresh mozzarella is. Ooh. Because with our herb garden. Oh, yeah, fresh fucking basil. Fresh fucking basil. I can get a balsamic reduction. Yeah. And, you know, who knows if, if the peppers work out, we oh. might be able to throw in some... Some, uh, oh, shit. Departing. So, if the peppers work out, we might be able to upgrade to, like, tomatoes. And if the, if the mozzarella stays stable and we get some tomatoes, we could make, like, caprese salad down here. You want to fucking go from an herb garden to, like, full fucking farm in the ship? Did you genuinely think I was just going to stop at an herb garden? I mean, kind of. You've known me long enough to know. What if we put a citrus tree on the captain's porch? That'd be dope. <laughs> but you gotta worry about the salinity that they can withstand. Because they're gonna get sprayed with salt water. It could fucking... Because that's what you did back in the day when you wanted to fuck someone's shit up. You covered their farm with salt. Mm. So you gotta watch that. That big brain shit. Big, big brain <laughs> shit! <laughs> so, no more snacks. Okay. Um, what do you wanna do now? Uh... Let's go into the fucking Gamba Not Forgotten. Okay. Uh, what do we want to call this gentleman? Uh, fuck. He does have several nicknames. Yeah. We know who we're talking about, but we're not going to use names for anonymity reasons. Yeah. So, they're no longer with us. That's kind of the gist. And he's a little older. He was like 24, 25 when he reported here. Non-rate. I guess I would describe him as... So, I got married really young and I had kids really young. I, had, I was married and had kids before I was 21. So, I kind of... Not that I'm reserved at all, by any means, but... Yeah, hell no, you're not reserved. If I didn't have someone... If I didn't have my wife to keep me in check, my wife, my kids to keep me in check, I would have... Who knows where the fuck I would have been. I would be... This would have been you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's he's just a me that didn't get married. Yeah. So, we... He, like, reported, and I was like, I fucking hate non-rates. And then he's like, hey, do you want to go chug, like, 37 beers in, like, six minutes? I was like, yeah. You want to be best friends? Yeah. And then... <laughs> we just... We just all of a sudden just clicked. It was great. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about a, a story, one of our uh, favorite stories. It started in Panama City, Florida. Yeah. Which is my old stomping grounds. Yeah. I was stationed there once once upon a time. Um, probably one of my favorite units of all time. Uh, okay. From, from the command to the job to the area, it was fucking dope. Um, so we pull in, and I already had a plan going. You know, me and, me and this guy usually had a plan. We're going to do this. We're going to have these people. We're going to ditch these people. You know, we had a plan. All right? And so we're getting ready to leave, and we needed a ride. I wanted to go right across the street from base is a burrito place that has really good burritos. And like, what kind of burritos are we talking about? Like, after you eat at this burrito place, forget about Chipotle and fucking... The only other place that's better than this burrito place is Thunderbirds in Texas. Thunderbirds is good. Thunderbirds is my shit. Only place is better than this. But this place we went to does two-for-one margaritas okay. at lunch. Like, what size margaritas? A regular, that a full-size fucking margarita. Like, okay. Like, worth it. So, I order. Then I order my food. I go sit down. And, or, oh, let me back up. So, we're trying to get this burrito place. And one of our uh, one of our guys needed to go to the station to do some TMT entries. So, I was like, hey, I know all the motherfuckers there. I'll take you over there and hook you up. We drive over. He already has a GV. So we pull in, and I go in, get him set up, and then I'm like, all right, we'll be back. And then we take the GV. 
And then we go... <laughs> we fucking leave. <laughs> and we fucking left him there. He's still bitter about it today. Yeah, like, you deserted this man. I didn't desert him. I set him up for success and did said, you call go, me when you're done. Did you go back and pick him up? He got picked up. Did, but you didn't go back and get well, him. Well, there's a reason I didn't go back, because I got drunk. <laughs> and I'm a responsible adult, and I didn't want to drive the GV. Responsible? Uh, te- technically. <laughs> so, we get to the burrito place. I order, then I go over to the bar, and I order two margaritas and three beers. And I sit down. And our buddy we're talking about sits down with one beer. And I look at him, and he looks at me, and he goes, I didn't know it was that kind of party. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. He's like, all right then. Goes back to the bar. So we're going drink for drink. I think we probably had four or five margaritas. Who I, Me counting beer doesn't really... Like, I'm not that smart. I can't count that high. Yeah, you run out of fingers and toes. Run out of fingers and toes. Anything. And so... Anyway, drunk. Our buddy calls us. He's like, hey, I'm done. Come pick me up. I was like, well, I'm drunk, so. Yeah, figure it the fuck out. Figure the fuck out. So, being the nice guy that I am, I sent somebody with the GV to go get him and then take him back to the ship. Uh-huh. So, and then I told him, like, you come the fuck back here and get us as soon as you drop this motherfucker off, which they did. He called me all buttered that he had to fucking. Uh, I had to walk to the front gate. Yeah, he had to walk to the front gate. That is a long fucking walk, though. It is, but. Who cares? So, the guy that I sent to pick up came back and picked us up, still in a GV. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? You've commandeered this GV for how many hours now? Oh, let's see. Four? You, you gotta think about it? Like, well, it oh. depends on which time. Because <laughs> remember the time I took one, and they're like, we gotta drive this GV back to like three towns over. I was like, well, you're gonna have to come get it. Cause... Yeah, because we were already drunk. Yeah. And they were like, what was your plan? I go, I didn't. I knew I wasn't going to drive the GV. That's all I knew. Yeah, we were going to call somebody else. Yeah, do you want me to be safe or you want me to drink and drive? Which yeah. one? You can't have both. Yeah, that's right. So, he picks us up. We go find a tattoo parlor. Because I had a little bit of change on, on me for once. Went and go get some tattoos. Uh, while, well, there was like four of us getting tattoos. Um, while I went, and then this other guy went. We went next door. Luckily, it was a bar right next door. So, oh, how convenient. A bar next door to a tattoo shop. Yeah, very convenient. <laughs> and it was it was a fucking dirty-ass bar, too, so it was right up my fucking alley. We're sitting there drinking, and one of our one of our chiefs stumbles upon us. I don't remember if I called him or what, but he just he showed up. We're all drinking. Um, so after everyone gets their done with their tattoos, uh, we get a ride back to the ship so we can all change out, you know, so I can get my trademark Hawaii shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you wear that fucking shirt everywhere. Yeah, and you can tell how drunk I am by how many buttons are undone. <laughs> yeah, like the drunker he gets, the more buttons he just unbuttons from the shirt. Yeah, it's a good it's a good way to you know, uh, a good way to gauge how drunk I am. And like, my wife hates that fucking shirt, and she hates when she sees me with pictures where my fucking it's all unbuttoned. Well, didn't she think that you were only gonna wear it one time? Yeah, so we were gonna. I bought it for the luau. Yeah. And she's like, all right, well, we went to the dollar, or not dollar store, the fucking... Uh, Goodwill. Yes. And I was like, oh, it's like three bucks, silk, really nice. She's like, oh, you look ridiculous. Thought it was funny. I was going to wear it one time and throw it away. Joke's on her. I wear it as much as fucking possible. Yeah. I I know you listen to this podcast. (laughs) I can vouch for him. He wears this fucking shirt everywhere. And she, she hates seeing pictures of me drunk in port calls with that shirt on because I have my fanny pack because, hey... Listen, say what you want about fanny packs. Those things are fucking practical. Yeah, super practical. So I got my fanny pack on the front. You can see my underwear sticking up out from my <laughs> pants. My Hawaiian shirt is all the fucking way open with my beer belly and my hairy ass chest. And I'm like, I do that for you, honey. 
He's like, what the fuck? What made you do that for me? I was like, that's girl repellent. Girl repellent. Yeah. It's like the BCGs you get out of boot camp. Yeah. I, I do that for her. I wear that and look like that so that people don't talk to me. Yeah. To me, that's just classic you. Like, when I think of you in a port call, that pops in my mind instantly. It's a good fucking shirt. has a pocket. <laughs> it's got everything a man needs. So, we both get our Hawaiian shirts on, and we're walking off the ship, and this is where things just fucking... They get away from us a little bit. Sometimes. So, there's this one non-rate that just... Uh, you know those non-rates that say... I've been on boats my whole life. I don't get sick. Uh, I've been fishing my whole life. I know what I'm doing. I've been shooting guns my whole life. I know what they're doing. And nine times out of ten, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. So we were fishing. This guy fucking nine gets in my shit, and I verbally assault him like a ninja. Ooh, I remember that. Yeah. And I like just, a ninja. I fucking verbally assaulted this kid, and I put him in his fucking place. And we pull in, and I see him walking to the walking towards the front gate by himself, and me and two of my other buddies are walking in the same direction. I go, "Where the fuck are you going? By yourself." Buddy system, port call. He goes, oh, I'm getting picked up at the front gate. I go, who's picking you up? Yeah, by who? We're not from here. And he's like, no. Mm-mm, not telling you. I was like, you need to fucking tell me right now because I'm, I'm, I'm walking out there now. And this can go one of two ways. This can go in your favor or it can go against you. He's like, my mom's picking me up. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking down. <laughs> so he's like, can you, can you please be nice? I said, no. <laughs> he said please yeah he's like can you please be nice to my mom I said no I don't, I don't control what happens it's just I'm just in the moment so we get up there and his mom hops out of a Jeep Wrangler okay yeah and she's like oh hey how you doing he hugs her whatever he's like mom these are guys from the ship and I introduce myself super cordially you know and I shake her hand and I tell her what an integral part of the crew this young gentleman is. Yeah, just how... totally straight lying to her face. Oh yeah, I was just lying. I'm, a... I lied right to her fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, th- this is hours after I berated him for being a piece of shit. Yeah, and... but in his defense, you made him look good to his family. Yeah, so I'm just fucking pouring it on, being the typical suave piece of shit that I am. And she's like, "Oh, okay, well, we'll see you guys later. Where are you guys going?" I'm like, "Oh, we're just gonna walk over to Burger King because we're all poor." And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, you know, I got supporting three kids and a wife, and, you know, I'm trying to save money, so we're just going to go get some cheap cheeseburgers. She's like, I can't stand for that. She's like, do you guys want some dinner? I was like, yeah. She's like, we're going for dinner. Is there any place good to eat around here? And I go, there's a sushi place. <laughs> so, so you went from going to get, like, dollar cheeseburgers at Burger King to forcing your way in to getting fucking sushi? Yeah, you got to take a shot. <laughs> She was going to shoot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she's like, oh, really? Is it I'm like, yeah, they got all kinds of hibachi and, and sake. And she's like, oh, I love sake. I was like, yeah. So I was like, but, you know, I don't really have any money, and I don't I don't feel comfortable with you paying for me. She's like, that is unacceptable. You're, I'm paying for your dinner, whether you like it or not. She's like, get in the car. Yeah. If it's fucking free, it's for me. Yeah. So she gets in the driver's seat, and me and my two friends are in the passenger seat, and he has his hand on the door, and he opens it up and moves the seat. And I look him right in the eye in front of his mom, and I go, get in the fucking back. <laughs> what does mom say? She just looked at him. Like, she, I don't think, I don't know if she heard it, but she was just, like, looking. I was like, get in the fucking back. And he's like, but it's it's my Yeah, it's, it's my, my fucking car. car. I go, get in the fucking back. <laughs> so he got in the back. <laughs> and I hop up front, and we go to this sushi place, and she orders us whatever we wanted. You know, sushi, we did a bocce, she bought us rounds of sake, and I am just... 
You know all that shit that like the recruiters lay on you. You know, yeah. like you're tra- like saving burning babies in the surf, and you know, just fucking. You know, I told her about like pulling bodies out of the water and I sa- saving some people, uh, pulling live people out of the water, saving them. You know, doing CPR on a fucking girl. You know, doing all kinds of crazy shit, just laying that on and being the fucking. You know, like Joe Coasty type shit. Joe Coasty type shit. You know, out of the, you know. 65 days you spend on a patrol, you have three days that are fucking dope, and those are the only three days you fucking talk about. Yeah. Just laying it on thick. And then she buys us a round of sake and all this other shit, and she spent, we, we probably spent $250. Damn. But they they come from money, so I really wasn't worried about it, because, you know. <laughs> so we, we were done eating. He, he just cringed the whole fucking dinner. Could you blame him? You fucking yelled at him earlier. And then you get in the car with his fucking mom. That wouldn't happen to me. That was his fucking safe place, and you fucking took it over. Do you want to go out to eat with my mom? Yeah, I think it would be a good fucking time. It would be a good time. (laughs) (laughs) It is a great fucking time. Like, we're not allowed to go back and steak and shake ever again because we caused the scene. Well, we didn't cause the scene. Her and my stepdad caused the scene. It's one of my favorite fucking stories of all time, but I I don't have permission to tell that story right now. But My mom's like a... She's a female version of me, pretty much. You know, nothing's nothing's off the table. So she's a good fucking time. Yeah, she's fucking dope. Um, so we're done eating. She pays. We thank her. You know, um, again, still laying on thick, and she's like, "Well, where are you guys going now?" And I was like, "That's when our other buddy, the one we talked about last last uh, episode, was like, hey, 'Hey, I'm over here at this fucking at this restaurant. Come meet me, so we can go out drinking.'" So she drops the sauce over there, and the reason he was there is because he's with. We just had a whole bunch of new people report. New officers, new warrant officers, yeah. new enlisted people show up. So all of engineering, pretty the, high, the top tier of the engineering department goes out. There's a fucking engineering officer. There's the previous MPA, yeah. the new MPA, the old DCA, yeah. the new DCA. Everybody who's anybody in engineering was there. Yeah, and then there was two MK1s there. There was just, there was a whole bunch. Top tier of the engineering department was there. We walk into this, like, it's like a... Like a Joe's Crab Shack, but not a Joe's Crab Shack. It's one of those places where, like, there's pieces of fucking flare on the wall and, like, yeah. random shit. And they're in the middle of this big dining room, and they're all sitting there. They had just finished their meal, and me and this, me and my buddy, walk in. And they're like, hey, we're over here. And we plop down. I plop down next to Stewie, who is a new ensign, fresh out of the academy. Fresh squeeze leadership right here. All right? I plop down next to her. She's never met me in my entire life. I plop down, wide shirt, drunk as fuck. So, <laughs> obviously she was startled. Yeah, and she has this like blue—I don't know the fuck—it was blue and it had alcohol in it. It had like gummy sharks in it, and I was like, "Hey, are you fucking drinking that?" She's like, "Do you want some?" I'm like, yeah. So I take it and I start drinking it, and our buddy's like, "Hey, give me a fucking drink." So I pass it to him. Well, so you passed her drink that you were only supposed to drink a little bit of. But she never clarified. I said, "Can I have it?" She goes, yeah, that means the entirety of it. Okay. So he's like, I want some of that too. And then old MPA is like, you guys want some drinks? I'm like, yeah. So everyone at the table starts passing their drinks down. (laughs) EO, everybody, they're passing their fucking drinks down, and we're just housing them. So we got like nine different types of drinks lined up in front of us, and we're just like taking a swig and sharing them with each other. Yeah. Just causing a ruckus in this fucking like family eatery. And we talked for a little bit, and once all the drinks were gone, we were like, you guys got anything left? We're like, nope. Like, All right. Later, bitches. I'm out. And then we fucking peaced out. <laughs> uh, so you showed up 
crashed this party, drank all their drinks, and then left them there? Yeah. <laughs> That's dope as fuck. I bet I didn't even say thank you. I may have. I don't know. Sometimes I'm polite. Sometimes. So, we leave there, and we go across the street to Coyote Ugly. And, okay. Yeah, and we had we had one of the cadets with us who recently turned 21 and recently discovered what an orange crush is. If you've never had an orange crush, it's like, it's like a fucking fruity party college kid fucking drink but there's yeah. a decent amount of alcohol and they're cheap he's buying a bunch of those buying them for all of us and me and my buddy the one that we went and ate with the one we're doing a shout out for we're standing there it's me uh, one of our chiefs and him he's talking to us about a girl he saw at the bar he's like bro I just fucking I just met the girl I'm gonna marry she's right the fuck over there <laughs> throws up in the trash can and goes she's like 5'2 she looks fucking dope I was like hey are you gonna acknowledge you just threw the fuck up he's like why, do I have some on my face? He's like, well, yeah, but, like, you're just going to puke and ride like that? Yeah, and, like, and not skip a fucking beat? Yeah, he's like, yeah, why, is that a problem? I was like, me and you were thick as Steve's, motherfucker. <laughs> and we're standing there through the course of the night, and more people show up, and there's probably ten of us, and we're all in, like, a little circle like one does on a patio. Bouncer comes up to one of the other guys, and he's like, hey, uh, I see you have a pocket knife. I'm going to need that until you leave. And he goes, he pulls it out. He's like, do you want the other one? He's like, you got two? He's like, yeah. So he pulls that out. And then our chief goes, do you want all of our knives or just his knives? He's like, how many of you have knives? Everybody. 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 What? (laughs) Right fucking here. And the bouncer's like, that's like 25 different knives. He's like, well, yeah. Yeah, so do you want them or fucking not? Do you want them or not? He's like, and our chief's like, look, I'm their chief. You know, they all work for me. Not all the knives stay in the pocket. Everyone be cool. Anyone getting out of hand, I'll take care of it. Get them out of here. And uh, I bet that bouncer's just looking at you like, I don't know what to fucking do. (laughs) Yeah. And that's when my my evening, I was like, okay, I got real drunk, threw up in the rain. I don't remember how I got back to the ship. And then they wanted to go to a strip club. But the only strip club that was open was called, like, Whale's Tales or something like that. I don't know. And uh, it was, apparently from the story, it's very egregious. <laughs> but, it, well, okay, with a name like fucking Whale's Tales, it doesn't sound like it's going to be that good of a time. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> not good. I, that's why I didn't go. I was like, I don't know how to... You know how I feel about strip clubs. So we go back to the ship. He wakes. He we got back probably three o'clock in the morning, and he had duty the next day. Like fucking sick. I'm like, hey man, how you feeling? He's like, dude, all I know is I have a tattoo and I have a fucking bitch and headache. <laughs> so you had a good fucking night. He's like, you had a good fucking night. He's like, we gotta go out more often. And me and him, every port call. Yeah, I feel like we. He was always there. Yeah, and even if he wasn't there the whole time, he would make appearances. Yeah. You know, we, we had a good time. We fucking, we had a good time in Tampa. You yeah. Know, we had good time in fucking, Tampa was dope. Key West was good. Key West was really good. But anyway, uh, just know that we're uh, gone but not forgotten, buddy. We still, uh, yeah. Yeah, we still have your photo hanging up in birthing. Yeah, so we pass around every once in a while and just, uh, you know, admire it. But uh, stay in touch. And uh, I think that's all I got for the fucking... Oh, but I forgot. You got any you got anything else? No, I think that I think that's gonna do it for this week's episode. You do final thoughts? I have a final thought. Okay, well, yeah. What is it? That I've been bouncing up people around the ship. Hear me out. Officer OERs equals stolen valor. Okay. Just, okay. Continue. Just stolen valor is taking credit for something, someone's accomplishment that you didn't do, and then you know getting praise or money or an advancement out of it. So, you're saying they didn't physically do it. But they're taking credit for it. But what if they had a hand in setting it up? 
Just doesn't be- count? No. Okay. No. That's no. fair. OERs are officer OERs are stolen valor. <laughs> okay. That's my final thought for today. Yeah. Alright, uh so if you got any good stories, memes, pictures you want to send us, uh, you can hit us up at the Discord Sailor Podcast on Instagram. You can send us an email at the, the Discord Sailor at gmail.com. Uh, that's all the time we got for today. Uh, stay tuned for next week's episode.